His eyes scanned her face as they always had, closely, hungrily, snatching at the details of her like the thief he was. The even set of her dark brows, the rich brown of her eyes, the upward tilt of her lips. He didn't deserve peace, and he didn't deserve forgiveness. But if he was going to die today, maybe one thing he'd earned was the memory of her, brighter than anything he would ever have a right to, to take with him to the other side. Oh, that was a good one, right? That's a good one. I forgot that's where we were at. <laughs> I oh. read it and I was like, oh, oh that's pretty good. <laughs> Welcome back to Two Mourners. One book club. I'm M. And I'm Jordy. And today we are going to go over chapters 26 through 30 of Crooked Kingdom by Lee Bardugo. Bardugo. Um, and thank y'all for being patient with us. Yes. If y'all follow us on Instagram, you saw that we have been a tad busy. We've been traveling for personal reasons, for work reasons. Jordy had a birthday I and sure is did. now 27 years old. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> with, some, with some money and a prospect. <laughs> I'm 27, <laughs> happily married. Financials could be better. <laughs> you are not a burden to your parents. Well, let's you not, might be frightened. Let's not get hasty here. <laughs> and you might be frightened, depending oh, on the day. <laughs> honestly, yeah. Hour to hour updates on that one. Oh well. But anyway, happy birthday to Jordy. Um, and traveling, work, personal, birthday, I sickness. Had COVID. <laughs> yeah. Jordy caught the vid. Yeah. Um, and so I did not see that Jordy. might be, that might be the title of this episode already. Um, because we're about to, we're opening strong with Kaz, like reflecting on his family and his brother's <laughs> name. is also Jordy. Oh, well. I'm ready. Um, I did not see Jordy in person for an entire month. Yeah. Nobody disgusting. did. Disgusting. Disgusting. It's ridiculous. Um, actually that's not true. It was like two weeks. Cause then I dropped off stuff for the that's watch true. party, <laughs> but we didn't so, like get to talk yeah, in the same I, physical space. I did this. I did this believe? when we were at work. I know I did this when we were at work, but I'm going to do it again. Um, when I saw Jordy, I was waving through a window. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's the, the fucking- <laughs> Jeremy Hansen. Yes. Um, and Ooh. I also saw Taylor Swift in concert. Which, which is just really important to mention and it is was fabulous and I'm so I, glad if I had money I would go see it again um so anyway Fair. all that to say we are a tad bit delayed also maybe we have been subconsciously pushing back <laughs> the <laughs> recording dates that's a fact because we are pushing closer and closer to the end of this book and I realized the because we do this five chapters at a time mm-hmm. that chapter we're going to end on that chapter in two episodes you're so right oh uh-huh. no yeah I read it today and I started crying I'm like son oh, of a bitch no we need to start hydrating now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like yeah. it's a lot it's a that's, lot, a, that's a sobering thought yeah I'm not okay I am unwell um as I said <laughs> when I sent you the post by oh yes <laughs> Yes. It's fine. Anyway. It's fine. We're fine. We're not fine. Um, what it's was that? Fine. My Siri thought you were talking to him and he went, I thought so. Is your Siri Thanks. a guy? Yeah, I have a boy British Siri. Did you set it to be that? 
Yeah. Huh. Can Ben Barnes do Siri? That would be fun. God, wouldn't that be incredible? I've been watching Hulu and you know, there's like the commercials on Hulu. Mm -hmm. Well, he's in like T-Mobile. Yes, he is. And he comes up on every commercial and I'm like, y'all did a good job. Good job. This is good marketing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You did good, kid. (laughs) So anyway, um, we are starting with chapter 26, which is in Kaz's point (sighs) of view. So there's been a lot, (laughs) there's been a lot going on, um, as there always is with the crows. And so, um, it starts with, um, Kaz kind of reminiscing after he told them his, the sprinklings of an idea for his plan, Mm -hmm. um, for the auction in Kuwait, um, he like reminisces that he sat for what felt like hours answering their questions. And I wrote growth because in the past he never would have answered their questions. He would have just been like, just trust me. Mm-hmm. Just do the job. Mm-hmm. But as he's answering their questions, his mind is kind of turning, thinking about all the things that could go wrong, mm-hmm. um, kind of thinking that it's his fault, what what could go wrong, how to plan for it, things like that. Um, and then we find out that he oh, half told the truth about mm-hmm. Johannes Rittveld. So I was incorrect. Um, I know we did all these it, theories yeah. in the last one, like, and then it was like... <laughs> Wait, it was his dad, wasn't it? I don't know. It was not his dad. No, Um, it was a, it's a, a fake, a stand-up identity to make reasonable and legal purchases, purchasings in. But this, yeah, this broke my heart. Um, so Johannes Rittveld, Rittveld is his last name. Um, Johannes is Jordy's middle name or was Jordy's middle name. Not this Jordy. Not mine. My middle name. I have two. And if you want to know him, you'll have to Venmo me $50. The names are in your Venmo? I know. <laughs> I realized that I probably should not be disclosing my full name. <laughs> so halfway through that coming out of my mouth, I was like, no, let's turn this around. Let's make some money. I think in one of the drunken disorderly debriefs, we disclosed our location and I was like, it's fine. It's okay. Oh, well, we we're talking to Christy. That's what happened. Mm. That's Christy's all good. a good time. Christy is a good time. So anyway, um, <laughs> Johannes Rittveld, half truth, but made up person um, that Kaz has used to buy land and holdings and businesses, but he bought his family's farm under that name. Uh, I know. Um, so painful. And he's thinking like, why did I why did I do that? I don't, mm-hmm. I had no actual reason to it. It's not really lucrative. Um, but he, he, not only did he buy that, like I mentioned, he, you know, bought more property, traded more under that identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, well, am I trying to be another, um, uh, another Hertzoon, another Pekka Rollins, mm-hmm. or am I just trying to build the family that I lost of what could have been? Oh, Yeah. I wrote crying again. There's going to be a lot of crying, lots of screaming, lots of crying. Not a maybe, lot of throwing up in this one, but some. maybe throwing up. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> His leg hurts pretty bad. Sometimes pain makes me throw up. Yeah, and me whenever I get a migraine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, he eventually the meeting broke up. He's thinking, okay, I should get some rest, but he cannot because he has a lot to do. Yep. Um and they can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Um, I'm sorry. That's not funny. Um, <laughs> that man is nonstop. 
<laughs> I, I listened to the entire Hamilton soundtrack when I was at work this week. So it's just in my head a lot. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I realized Nathan doesn't know a lot of the lyrics because we were watching a video together today. And I said, I imagine death so much it feels more like a memory. And he went, are you okay? <laughs> And I said, it's I from Hamilton. It feels more like a memory. When's it going to get me on the beat? Seven feet ahead of me. Yes. If I see it come and do a run or do I let it be? Is it like a beat without a melody? See, I never thought I'd live past 20. Where I come from, <laughs> ask anybody why we live fast and we flash for a flask. We have to make this moment laugh. Last and that's bloody scratch. That's not a moment. It's a movement. Where the hungriest brothers have something to prove it. Foes oppose us. We can honest stand. We rode like Moses, claiming a promised land. I could go on. That's incredible. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> Don't be sorry. I'm not quite there yet, but I did. Oh. My husband was like, Do I need to call someone? And I was like, It's Hamilton. We're okay. Oh, we're gonna lose we're gonna lose listeners when they hear me <laughs> well and then I was like because I was doing like my Lin-Manuel Miranda impression and I was like do you really think I sound like that <laughs> surprise oh oh well this was kind of funny um oh. one year I was in the top one percent of Hamilton that's <laughs> incredible honestly <laughs> that's so, incredible I know it back, forward, and upside down. I just get a little bug for it sometimes, and I got to listen. Yeah. So anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> has, like, Hamilton is nonstop. Um, and, um, so he is thinking that he knows it's a stupid plan, um, and he knows that what he's about to do, not the plan that they're, like, thinking of in the next day or so but what he's about to do is dumb mm-hmm. and he probably will never come back from the slat and you're like the slat what you that's where the, the slat that's for? where the crow club is that's crazy why are you going there there was like a little oral yeah. mob of people ready to come get you i think the um, mob from beating the and, and the beast like kill the beast like it, it's very much them but they have like little sheriff pins on because um, they've all been deputized i'm thinking of um wicked when they're like go and hunter mm. and find her and kill her Good marching winch hunters, kill the witch. Dang. Except it's Wow, we are. I am We're just, on it with that the musical. That is the third musical that has been mentioned in like five minutes. We've been um, recording for 10 minutes. <laughs> like, that's awesome. That's a new record. We're not, a, y'all. It's been a crazy week. It's for us. been a, a crazy two weeks. We live in a society. Um, <laughs> it's been a hard couple of years. <laughs> Um, anyway, so excuse the musical references. I'm not even going to apologize for I them because I love musicals. Don't ask. Don't apologize. Um, so hopefully y'all like them as much as we do. Um, but he's going to the slat, um, and you're thinking, oh my gosh, what is he going to do? But, um, this was a good quote. It was almost a mm-hmm. quote I chose. Quote, why come at a problem straight on when you could find some other way to approach it? Smart. Life lessons. Cat is big dad energy. <laughs> I'm like, picturing him turning to the camera and being like, <laughs> giving a thumbs up like breaking the fourth wall oh um and so he's like you know what this is a dumb idea i'm probably gonna end up beaten i might end up dead yeah um but you know it'll be fine i i'm gonna do what i have to do to get these people out of the situation i put them in mm-hmm. um yes. and then he thinks okay well before i go i have to find an edge and i wrote hee hee <laughs> He's like, I'm probably going to die. What's the last thing I want to do? Inej. Um, So he finds her in 
um, a bathroom and she's cutting bandages um, to fix her wounds or to mm-hmm. rebandage her wounds from Dunyasha, that dumb bitch. She's, um, she is. She's so strange. I am like. I hate her. I. Oh my gosh. I didn't I, hate her this much the first time I read it. And the second time I'm like, why are you here? Like, go I away. I know. If I was an actor and let's say they did have a crow spinoff, which y'all keep streaming. So they do. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just say I was cast as Dunyasha. I could not play that role. I absolutely no. could not play that role. I'd be like, mm, nope. No, I have some respect. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I just cannot stand her. There's something about her that just, just like awful. bugs me. You know I who would... she reminds me of? Mm-hmm. I do know who she reminds you of. <laughs> um, she was just like an icky person, she you know. Icky. Who would who so, would you cast as her? I don't know. Honestly, I would cast Anya Taylor Joy. <gasps> oh, she would be good. A good Danyasha. Yeah, but with respect, respectfully, I would cast Anya Taylor Joy. I like Anya Taylor Joy. You don't, right? She's fine. I'm not like crazy her. about her. She would she be was a good annoying one to cast in, though. Uh, Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Oh, that she was an awful character in that. She was terrible, um, but played it well. But she could do like the light, the because I think Danyash is supposed to like have like she really wears like, skin, yeah, and have like a long red bejeweled braid. Dumb. Yeah. I think she could like do I that. can see, yeah, I can see her doing that. That'd be interesting. Anyway, um, so he goes to find Inej and he goes into the restroom mm-hmm. while she's cutting these bandages. And it's a nice, they're in like the fancy suite at the hotel. Mm-hmm. So it's a large restroom. They're like at and, the Venetian in Las Vegas, basically. And he goes in, takes off his coat, um, takes his gloves off and like goes to the sink and turns it on and tells her, Hey, I need your help finding me a route to the slat without getting seen she's mm-hmm. like oh i'm coming with you and he's like no you're not um he's like or well he tells her that he quote quote you know i have to face them alone so you're thinking probably the crow club the drugs mm-hmm. what is he gonna do it's not good per hospital um, like all of them mm-hmm. and so um she helps him he's like watching himself off in the sink and he takes his gloves off and it's like very vulnerable for him um, and so she ta- walks him, he has a map of, of Ketterdam and he walks her or she walks him through the best route to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does note that his leg is in a shit ton of pain. Um, and so he's like, I'm going to take it slow. I'd rather get there in one piece than die on the way. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so he, he's like, okay, I've memorized the route and puts the map in his pocket and then takes out another piece of paper. And gives it to an edge. And you're like, what is this? Oh my gosh. And she asks what it is. And mm-hmm. he tells her, quote, or she's like, oh my, she realizes, oh my gosh, it's my she's contract. Like, like in disbelief. Mm-hmm. And he says, quote, I don't want you beholden to Perhaskel or me. Um, <sighs> and she's like, how in the world did you get the money? And he doesn't tell her this. He just tells her, like I figured it out pretty much yeah like it's done don't worry about it but he sold everything Ugh. he had every asset every last penny he, he lumber had. liquidated that, that yeah shit. um you okay <laughs> no um I am not he like got rid of everything Ugh. to buy out her contract so she would be free Ugh. screaming crying throwing up 
Yes. Two pages in, y'all. Two pages in. Golly. Um, and she tells him, like, I have no words to thank you for this. And he jokes and it's like, oh, Sulis have proverbs for everything. She's like, literally not this. Like, there are no words to tell you how appreciative I am of this. Um, and but then he's basically like, hey, if I don't come back, mm-hmm. this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want to hear it. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 you need to hear it. There's some money in this place. Like and a behind hidey this hole. Dis- yeah. Um, and get everyone out if you can. He's like, it'd be easier if you just got yourself out. And she's like, I'm not even going to entertain that thought. Shut up. <laughs> he was like, you'd probably get out fine if you leave right now. And she was like, no, I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. And he's like blaming himself because he's like, I put them in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't want to like talk about it with an edge. Um, and so he <laughs> says, tell me about Dunyasha. And I wrote, dumb bitch. She's a stupid whore, for one. (laughs) (laughs) To jot that down. Um, (laughs) And so they they talk about her. um, And I really liked this conversation they had Mm -hmm. about the shadow. Because she tells him that the Suli believe for every wrong you do, your shadow gets darker. And so she's like, Dunyasha's my shadow Mm -hmm. um, for all the wrongs I've done. And he's like, well, um, if he has tells her well if that was true like Ketterdam would be in complete darkness and she's like well maybe you're someone's shadow (laughs) Ketterdam and he's like you mean Pekka obviously Mm -hmm. she means Pekka Kaz like no she means Wylan like right like who who else is she talking about come on yo um and so they move on like talking about the slap moving whatever and what he's going to do if it succeeds. And she's like not really buying it. She wants more from him. And he's not he's not really giving it to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, um, he's sorry. Nope. She asks if he's going to be another Pekka. And that mm-hmm. hurts him. Um, but he needs. He does need to hear it. it. Because he's like, I'm not taking advantage of kids. I, I'm not going to own brothels and take women, whatever. And she's like, well, look at what you do at the Crow Club. Like, do they all deserve it? And he's mm-hmm. like, if it gave, if life gave us what we deserve, like, and starts to say something. And then she says, quote, did your brother get what he deserved? Ooh, oof, I wrote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he says no. And then he's wondering, like, why he called Jesper by Jordy's name um and he's like he realizes that he sees Jordy through the eyes of when he was little as his hero Mm -hmm. um but if he had looked at Jordy now would he just consider him another pigeon to pluck to the best and I was like that hurts that realization hurts because he has done all this for Jordy like for vengeance He's built yeah. up this memory of someone that his brother was. And Inez is about to drop a truth bomb on him because he is so critical of himself and his brother's children. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, we were so stupid. And she literally says, you were children. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh. And this was in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, quote, was there no one to protect you? And he says, was there anyone to protect you? Again, so well done in the show. I yes. like there's a lot of quotes from this chapter in the show. And I was like, mm-hmm. hmm, interesting. 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 Um, and she said she tells him, she's like, 
I had people who loved me, like my family loved me. They were there to protect me. Um, and he's like, well, if they had been there, then they would have been killed by the slavery. She's like, then I'm, I'm glad they weren't like, I feel lucky. And he's like, how can you say that? Mm -hmm. She's like, I, I have a, like, essentially says I, they loved me. They do love me. I believe that. And like, I still have hope. Mm -hmm. Um, and then she tells him, quote, you protected me, Kaz. Cause he (sighs) did. Wait, oh my gosh. While I was reading this multiple times, I just had to be like, yes, it's just so good. Um, and I wrote like, they are, their conversation at this part, it's literally like sunshine and shadow, except not like the darkling and Alina literal sunshine no. and shadow, but like no powers. Like, like the Taylor uh, Swift, um, he was sunshine, I was midnight rain. <laughs> except switch it. Um, and she's sunshine and he's midnight rain. Well, and, and the whole thing feels like a dance or even like a like a choreographed sword fight, like yes. gauging each other as yes equals as opponents and as partners Mm -hmm. like and uh, as saviors to each other exactly Mm -hmm. um and he switches it real quick and says well you're bleeding so obviously i didn't protect you that well um she's like oh i need to get nina to fix it and he says i can help you i can fix that (laughs) (laughs) that's what i said in this southern accent (laughs) From holes, so yeah. good. If y'all don't get that reference, it's from holes. Oh, and, and then um, he's that actor's in Psych too. And in one of the episodes, really? yeah, he's like one of the main characters in Psych. And in one of the episodes, something happens. He goes, "I can fix that." It's <laughs> so funny. We have been under a lot of severe weather recently. Yes, um, so it's not fun. So anyway, um, he says, "I can help you, except not in a <laughs> but, <laughs> no." I can fix that. Um, and then he's thinking, why did I say that? He's like, oh, shit. Because that's what she told him the mm-hmm. first time they ever met was as she was passing him in the menagerie was, I can help you. Mm-hmm. And so it's a call back to that. And she knows it. And um, he's, he is thinking, he remembers that, but then thinks she did help me. And mm-hmm. it almost destroyed me. Ugh. And then he's like, maybe I should just let her. Oh, <laughs> it's so, so good. The roller coaster of emotions on this in this chapter, like it's a short chapter. I'm just swooning, swooning. Yes. Um, there's that brain cell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were wondering where you'd gotten off to. <laughs> um, and then he's like thinking, Why did I say that? I hope she says no, mm-hmm. but I kind of hope she says yes. What yes. do I want her to say? He's, I don't he's know. literally so conflicted in himself, like, should I stay or should I go now? <laughs> like, just, it's awful. Uh, and so she goes to the bathroom counter and sits on it. And yeah, she's calling his bluff, like, then help. Yeah. And they're eye to eye. And like, he's like standing between her legs. Um, and he like gets closer to her and he's like, I can't do this. I can't mm-hmm. do this. I can't even move. Um, and oh my gosh, Lee Bardugo, uh, like we talk about her masterful writing and mm-hmm. I'm going to do a lot of quotes in these next few pages. They're just so good. It's so good. Quote, the distance between them felt like nothing. It felt like miles. Ugh. I just, oh my gosh. And, <sighs> uh, 
So Nej like reaches for the scissors and he just describes her graceful. Yes. Um, just like languid. Yeah. Just, and I can't because I'm pretty clumsy. But. <laughs> um, and so he gets close to her and she's like, okay, where do we start? And he's like, <laughs> um, and remember, he doesn't have gloves on. He is barehanded. This is so vulnerable. Ugh. And um, he like doesn't tell her, but like kind of nods to her right arm. And so she puts it out and he is able to cut the bandaid or cut the bandage and mm-hmm. um, without touching her, but his hands are like shaky and he's thinking, okay, I can do this. I'm, I, I can get it. Like it's, I'm bigger it's and better than yeah, this. I can do this. Um, and like, as the bandage falls away, he kind of takes a deep breath and mm-hmm. he like bandages her arm and, um, mm-hmm. As he does so, he, like, brushes her skin just barely. Mm-hmm. And he describes it as a lightning strike cracking through him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, quote, left him paralyzed, rooted to the earth. So it you, you get the sense it's, like, it's both terrifying yes. and electrifying, it's literally. This, this twin flare of emotion yes. of revulsion and exhilaration mm-hmm. in equal measure. Um, it's just like oh my gosh i i just can't like so well done um and he's like okay i i he's like i know i should replace the bandage on her shoulder next but that one's a little too vulnerable let's let's Mm -hmm. ease ourselves into it so he like nods to her other arm and this is like a clean bandage but she lets him do it anyway (laughs) that one's like fine (laughs) Mm -hmm. she understands this is this is a thing for him yeah and they are just silent they're not talking not touching um and he describes quote Inej's eyes were wide and dark lost planets black moons like I wrote good lord such good imagery right so good um and then he gets that one done mm-hmm. um and now it's time to move on to the one at her shoulder and so he has to like lean in a little bit it's an awkward angle and he can't just cut the bandage off so he has to like use his hands touch her and move mm-hmm. the bandage so he can get under it and cut it and that almost that, sends him into he's a spiral. almost in a ptsd flashback yes just at that mm-hmm um and he he describes it he feels like he's drowning it's like the water is coming in he's back there Mm -hmm. and then she says quote it isn't easy for me either oh and he's he's like losing himself and she's like hey hey bud you're not alone in this like this is a such a vulnerable moment for both of them yeah they have never talked about it Mm -mm. um and so he's like okay um hit her voice like brought him back before and he's clinging to it again and it's mm-hmm. pulling her out um and Lee Bardugo describes it quote Taz's vision came back into focus the water receded mm-hmm. so it's like it's like he can physically breathe again yeah he's like because this, in this his PTSD body. not only is it imagery that he almost drowned but it's that feeling of drowning mm-hmm and now it's like he can breathe again. She is his breath of fresh air. Oh. I know. <laughs> I'm the frog. 
<laughs> that's me right now. Um, and so uh, he notes that her heart is also racing very quickly. Like you can mm-hmm. see. Um, and uh, he, he notes like he's shaking, but she was even more still to like compensate for that. Mm-hmm. And so she talks about Tanta Helene and Tanta Helene also a bitch mm-hmm. um, and how she was nice, but could also be just absolutely cruel. Yeah. Um, and she tells him that the first time Nina hugged her, she flinched. Oh my gosh. Which, oh, it's so sad. Um, and uh, they look each other in the eyes and neither of them are moving. And she tells him, go on. Mm-hmm. Um oh my gosh it's so good um and he's like he realizes okay I don't know if I can but she was vulnerable and told me this and if she can go on I can go on yeah um I can at least try for sure and so he like lifts the bandage um and as he lifts it he like loses contact with her skin and quote feeling regret and release as he broke contact skin which is like he he has not had these emotions before no it's always been just Mm -hmm. simple revulsion and now it's not yeah and so he like cuts it and the the bandage falls away and it is such an intimate moment yes and they're they're so close but it's not sexual no like like it's just you are on the edge of your seat reading this. You're like, I need more. I want more. Mm-hmm. It, it's just like a beautifully intimate moment. Yes. Yes. Um, and he gets uh, the bandage and like kind of leans it around her, like loops it and is bandaging her shoulder. And he's thinking, okay, it's not easier for her. It's not easy for her. It's not easy for me. Like we have this shared trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, and he like, very much notates every touch they have Mm -hmm. um and every time they touch he feels that water rising again um and he's thinking okay step back every time he doesn't that's where i could fly (laughs) it's true though um but he's thinking step back he's fighting through it this is basically um immersion therapy it's literally for him honestly he's like and he's also thinking okay I feel this need to run, but there's a need for something else. There's a need for closeness, for intimacy. Yeah. Um, and he's thinking, quote, after all she'd endured, he was the weak one. Mm-hmm. It's like, compared to her trauma, like, mine is nothing. She can still do this. Which, okay. Don't compare trauma. Let's not, yeah, let's not compare trauma. But I um, am glad to, to see him finally realizing, like, she's strong because she's had to be because yeah. of the circumstances that have made her mm-hmm. um and then um he's like going through all these thoughts about mm-hmm. what they've done together and blah blah and at the end he thinks quote he wanted to he wanted oh. her like not the the her is oh. not in it that is not a quote it's, it's, he wanted to he wanted it's it. deeply implied mm-hmm. and like he doesn't even think about it he lowers his head i lost my mind I lost my mind again reading it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and she like takes a deep breath in and he doesn't kiss her. Um, he's like, his 
lips are just just above her shoulder he's like and he's like like this spot like yeah. right in the junction of your collarbone and your neck is where yeah he's like hovering his head mm-hmm. well you say this spot jordan it's an audio medium i know um, that's why i said <laughs> this spot the yeah. junction between because yeah. <laughs> i was like they can't see that um and he's thinking tell me to stop tell me to stop and she tells him to go on oh <laughs> <laughs> um and so he just kisses her neck like just barely barely um and he wants he like feels the desire and wants to keep going but then he just gets that ptsd mm-hmm. and is back in the water he's drowning and like jumps back pretty much yeah uh, and is like heavy breathing against a wall and she goes towards him he's like don't um mm-hmm. so she stops and so uh she asks what happened to him and what happened to his brother um and he tells her quote it doesn't matter she's like please tell me and mm-hmm. he is out of the moment she's still in the moment yeah he is out of it um because he's ashamed that he couldn't Mm -hmm. do that Mm -hmm. he feels weak he feels ashamed because he knows it's hard for her and she's telling him to keep going and And she's still trying she's trying he's trying he she's trying and she can do it he's trying and he can't yep and that's hard and that's just terribly difficult yeah um hold on did i get a text I don't know. That's Instagram. Oh, I got two text messages. I'll look at them later. Um, and so he is mad at her. Not he's not mad at her, but he he's mad at is himself. mad. He's mad at himself. And so it's like misplaced anger. And he's mm-hmm. telling her, You want to know what Pekka did to me? Why don't you mm-hmm. ask what I did to the people who helped him? Yeah, I tortured he's, he's doing his old standby, which is like mm-hmm. Oh no, I seem like Violence. a human. Let me make her hate me. Yeah. And he doesn't know that there's only, there's hardly anything he could do to make her hate him. Yeah. And so he's like, I tortured the person who sold us the wind up dog. I like tortured the person who played his wife, who mm-hmm. played his daughter. I found every person who helped and destroyed them mm-hmm. brick by brick, record by record. Um, now on HGTV. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, coming soon to the Discovery Family of Networks. <laughs> um, and so he's livid at himself, but he's like telling her again, trying to push her away mm-hmm. because he's like, I am, I don't deserve her. I don't deserve her goodness, her kindness, especially after everything I've done. Yep. Um, and, uh, He's literally also doing this because he thinks he doesn't deserve her. Yeah. That's true. Um, and he's thinking like, how can she still, cause he's finished just telling her mm-hmm. like, and says, there's no forgiveness for me. And he, she's looking at him and he's like, I don't understand how she can still look at me with kindness mm-hmm. after, after all this. And she's like, how's you can't, you have to earn forgiveness. Like what? Um, and then he's like, well, how are you going to like enlist if you think she's like all of it. It's, it's something you have to keep trying at. Like you have to have mm-hmm. hope for this. 
And he's again, thinking that she's stronger than he could ever be. Mm -hmm. And then this is where the quote from the beginning came from. Um, I loved it. Like uh, he's snatching at the details of her, like the thief he was. Oh, it's so um and so he goes past her and gets his coat and gets his gloves and he thinks quote he might as well go meet his death in style dramatic as hell love him um and and then he he tells her like whatever happens to me if i die if i don't come back tonight you have to survive you have Mm -hmm. to survive and you have to get out um and again, he's blaming himself. He's like, I got us into this mess. Mm-hmm. You have to get out. Yeah. Um, Somebody has asks, to survive this. Yeah. He asks her, she asks him not to go. And then um, he switches and changes subject. And because Inej know, like told him she knows she's going to see Dunyasha again. Yeah. Um, and he's like, look for her tells. She's like, what? Um, he's like a fighter, like everyone has a tell and she's like, what's mine. And he tells her what it is. Mm -hmm. And then she asks what his is. And he says that he's a cripple, but that's not it. She is his tell that Mm -hmm. we learned. And this was also in the book, but she had like a different villain. Um, and they like added parts or sorry, this was in the show. We are in the show. (laughs) Um, and they like, they like rushed parts of it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I've like, I have a lot of feelings about it. Like I'm glad it was in there. Same, but it's, it felt like they were putting moments from crooked, crooked kingdom in the show to be like, in case we don't get a spinoff, then at least we put these on film, which I want this again, but in the bathroom. Cause he like run it back. Y'all have, hopefully y'all have seen the show. If not, it's been out for long enough. Spoiler, whatever. Um, he like in the show, they're in the tomb. Um, Mm -hmm at black veil and he's like doing this their fate like he's at her back they're not facing each other i think facing mm-hmm. each other would have had a lot more bigger impact. of an impact also nina comes in and interrupts them nina never would never have happened yeah. never would have happened um so our friend rachel um finally read six of crows and she read it in two days mm-hmm. um and so we might have to have a special episode where we bring her on and talk about the show. Yes, we should. Um, That'd yeah. be fun. So anyway, um, but I wrote such a good scene, different in the show. Not mm-hmm. as good, but it's hard. Glad to, it was there. Yeah. Glad it was there. I want it again. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's so well written. It's I'm so just, well written. I'm just, uh, But there's so much behind every movement movement and every word they every mm-hmm. movement they make and every word they speak to each other mm-hmm. there is so much it's like a loaded gun behind everything it is it is and it's because they're finally putting words to the emotions that they have like not articulated yeah. and it's just yeah. like ah mm-hmm. so that is the end of chapter 26 Okay. And chapter 27 is in Inej's point of view. And she oh. obviously follows him. <laughs> <laughs> because of course she does. Yeah. I wrote still screaming. Um, and she's like, kind of laughs. She's like, literally, did he think I wasn't going to? Because um, he does say a little like, if you've ever had any feeling for me at all, you won't follow me. She's like, shut the hell up. And she's um, like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> like, but then she's also thinking like, I could have gotten away from him so so long ago and I'm still here. And so she's 
kind of feeling um she and then she's also thinking like I could never live a normal life if could I get married and have kids would I how would I explain my nightmares to my husband like Mm -hmm. they someone else wouldn't understand yeah um and she's thinking about Kaz like touching her um and how he could barely do it but she's like but we tried maybe we could try again and that's all she has ever wanted from him she has never wanted him to be normal and that's what he thinks she wants she's never wanted him to be normal she's just wanted him to try and he finally (laughs) has and so she's like I'm spinning like a bad <laughs> Oh my gosh. He's I like just... going to his like death he pursues and she's just following him like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel so good about this. Of course it's more serious for her. We're than going that, we're but... going back to Hamilton and Inej is like, <laughs> how fast I do, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> and um uh, Kaz is like, oh, what's a good one for that? Um, what what could be a, I don't know feeling in that moment I'm like in the eye of a hurricane there is yeah. quiet <laughs> literally honestly yeah. that's a, they're two different <laughs> um we're just gonna do Hamilton quotes let's like bring yeah. it back to Hamilton honestly let's mm-hmm. do it um and so she's thinking okay maybe we could try again and then she thinks of dumb bitch Dinyasha um <laughs> and like yeah about everything that goes with her mm-hmm. and um like all she might be whatever and she's like uh eh, mm-hmm. you know what I'm gonna meet her again whatever and she's following Kaz from a distance because um she's like I for some reason he always senses my presence but if I stay far away he won't know he knows he knows. Um, Come on now. But as she's like sliding down, a bandage from her leg comes off. And so she's like, well, LOL, I'm going to leave a trail of blood. <laughs> she's um, like, oh, how quirky of me. Whoops a daisy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, so she's like, okay, I'm going to follow him, but I'm not going to interfere with, you know, whatever's happening, but I want to be there just in case. Yeah. And um, so with what happens like on this page we can infer that he is going to the crow club he's going to try mm-hmm. and win back the dregs mm-hmm. um but he can't do it with money in the barrel the best way to win him back is to show strength and so that's what he's going to do yep um and then she's thinking i've approached the crow club so many times from this angle is this going to be the last time i'm gonna be here and see it like she considered mm-hmm. it home um so she's having like some emotions and she watches Kaz. Um, open the window to his room um, at the crow club and go in so she goes in through like her old one and Mm -hmm. ends up in like the ceiling on a rafter whatever yeah um she's literally like a fly on the wall for this conversation yeah Yeah, i kind of imagined like a crouched like statue like a gargoyle kind of like in in a she's blending into the scenery yeah um, and so then she is like looking around so she can see everything that's happening. And so um, she describes the scene and there's a lot going on for Haskell has a walking mm-hmm. stick with a paper mache bird on it. So he's making fun of Kaz. What a doofus. Um, yeah. They're all just kind of like relishing in this fake victory. Yeah. They're feeling big. 
Yeah. And she like even described some of them having like painted crow's wings on their eyes. I'm like black swan much. Like, right. I was perfect. I have never seen that. Um, I've only seen um, the sassy gay friend, like parody of. I performed Swan Lake in high school. Look at that. And then I, at the university event we have here, I was in the black swan one. Um, um, so anyway, Inej is looking at taking in the scenery at the crow club. And, um, she notes like the youngest members of the dregs are the ones who look upset. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's like, okay, they're going to be, they could be the best hope for Kaz getting any kind of support in this. Mm -hmm. Um, because he was the one who like recruited them and like fought for them. Yeah. Greased their Um, palms pretty much. And then Inej is thinking, what the hell is Kaz going to do? Is he going to go, like, there's so many of them. He's just going to fight all of them? Like, is he going to talk to Perhaskel alone? Like, literally, what is he going to do? And, uh, again, Perhaskel being an ableist asshole is making fun of Kaz's cane. Um, Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, they're cheering and, like, laughing, whatever. And someone says, oh, the man. And everyone turns. (gasps) Like, it's Cass. It's like having a roast for somebody and that person shows up. <laughs> um, and she's like, oh my God, this man he has stopped no in plan. his room to change his coat. <laughs> he wanted Dramatic. to look nice. Mega mind moment. Hesitation. <laughs> and so Perhaskel sees him and is agog. Um, yeah, Stephen. And. Uh, uh, he's like, quote, you have to be the craziest bastard I ever met. Um, <laughs> and Kaz is like, you mean it? It's like, thank you so much. Oh, Aww. my gosh. Um, and uh, Perhaskel is trying to, like, have the upper hand in here. He's like, oh, you shouldn't have come here. Like, we're going to blah, 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 blah. He's like, I'm mm-hmm. so tired of making you money. And Perhaskel mm-hmm. is upset at that. He's like, no, like, this is my club. Like, blah, 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 blah. Um, you've always acted like you were better than us. And Kaz's like, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Kaz pretty much tells it, like, Inej is thinking he did always act like he was better than them. But if anyone knew what they were able to pull off at the ice court, like, they would be considering them as heroes because it's a huge feat that they pulled off. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, Vanek took that opportunity. Yep. Um, and one of the drugs like you like no one no one here is your friend, blah 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 blah. He's like, Cass tells him, I didn't come looking for friends. And this was in the show. Yeah. Quoted. Um, and I'm not quote, I am not here for the washed up cadgers and cowards or the losers who think the barrel owes them something for managing to stay alive. It came for the killers, the hard ones, the hungry ones, people like me. This is my game. And oh, it was so this. <laughs> Scene. Our, our dear friend <laughs> this was a religious moment for her the scene yeah. if y'all have seen tiktoks about this scene in the show um oh. i sent them um, to cat and mm-hmm. uh, she was like yeah this is literally mm-hmm. me <laughs> mm-hmm. she's like i i yeah um I'm not <laughs> she and i out- talked about this yeah. scene. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna out her business on here um <laughs> But she enjoyed it. It's the a scene. really good scene. It's a really, it's done. It, again, it's like exactly, moment. it's exactly like what I thought it was. Like what I saw in my mm-hmm. head when I was reading it is what they put on the screen. Like it was yes. just so good. 
And so essentially what happens is Kaz like challenges them. And so in the show, mm-hmm. he goes into, cause it's like a little bit different. The dregs, it's not the crow club. Like, yeah, it's like this whole, I imagine it as one entity in the book yeah. and it's like separate entities in the show. Yeah. Um, but people start coming at him. Like the dregs start coming at Kaz and he just beats the shit out of them with his yep. cane. Like yep. they have, they even included the guy with the chain in the mm-hmm. show done and he's again outgunned outmanned outnumbered outplanned gotta make an all out sin hey yo i'm gonna need a right (laughs) Right except Kaz does not need a right man he's like i'm gonna do this myself he's like it's all on me i can do it but little well he knows that his right hand Mm -hmm. woman is looking over him in the rafters in the rafters um and so he just like beats the shit out of these guys who are coming at him and in the book it's on stairs so they're like climbing up flights of stairs to get to him and with his cane he's just like just mowing them down i gotta go watch this scene in the show again because it's so good so good um and like person after person after person and then eventually someone hits his hand and they knock the cane out and people are still Mm -hmm. coming at him and he gets punched in the face, like in the stomach. He's just mm-hmm. kind of. He's getting, starting to get hit now. Yeah. But he's still going at them. And eventually he ends up on the floor and they start like kicking him. Mm-hmm. And Inej is thinking, oh my gosh, I have to. <laughs> I have to intervene. Yeah. I have to help him. But she looks at him and he looks up. <laughs> they and make eye contact. Eye, and he shakes his head. No, he's she's like, like she's thinking, son of a bitch. He knew I was here. Girl. This he whole knows. time. He always knows. knows. He is attuned to your presence yeah. in his atmosphere. And so she stays back. And as someone is about to like stomp on his head, he breaks their leg. Just like Ooh. twists it. And um, I love this. The guy's like, what leg? What leg? And he's like, oh, I recommend a cane. And it's like, you get wrecked. You're so petty, Kaz. I yeah. love it. Um, And uh, then like someone else comes at him. Mm-hmm. and in some time he managed to get like two rusty nails and put them between his hands like he had like a little wolverine moment yes and stabs this guy in the throat like ugh. i'm like good for him um and well so what happens is like the guy who's coming at him is like ready to kill him mm-hmm. and perhaps goal is yelling no we I need the money he needs to Honestly. be alive but that guy's like ready to kill Cass, and so Cass. Mm-hmm. Stabs him in the throat with his Wolverine nail things. Um, and then, like, another guy is coming towards him, but he's scared. And he has a weapon in his hand, but doesn't use it. Kaz literally slams his head into the banister mm-hmm. of the stairs. And this guy, like, I'm assuming he's dead. It's like the Taco Bell gong sound. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets up and goes <laughs> to get a crunch wrap. Yeah. Um, so, after Kaz... Taco Bell gongs this guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. They all just like, okay, they're like that. Yeah, we're not, we're not gonna. Nope, we're not gonna do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a death wish, and Kaz is like, who's next? I'm ready. Um, come at me. And for Haskell is trying to like save face. He's like, do you really think that we're going to mm-hmm. like applaud you? Do you think we're gonna welcome you back just because like? you outbeat these guys mm-hmm. and Kaz um he's like you kidnapped a merger son and Kaz tells him 
I had no part in that. Yeah. Um, and uh, Perhaspel says, quote, Pekka Rollins says otherwise. Then Kaz says, mm-hmm. quote, good to know you take a dime lion's word over one of your own. Mm-hmm. And Kaz knew, Kaz knew that's how you get them because yeah. your gang is your family. And if mm-hmm. you're going to, like merchers are like your number one enemy like evil to them yeah. yeah um and for him to take that their Rollins word over Kaz is huge and perhaps mm-hmm. will tries to like play it off he's like well I heard like this and blah 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 he's like mm-hmm. um that was his wife like we figured it out his son wasn't there I never kidnapped his son mm-hmm. uh and uh Haskell is like still trying to like he knows he's losing he's like well I didn't want any of this I didn't want the trouble mm-hmm. and he's Kaz tells him quote you wanted everything else I brought to your door Haskell you'd still be running the same penny poor cons and drinking water down whiskey if it wasn't for me these walls would be falling down around your head you've taken every bit of money and luck I've handed you you ate up the profits from the fifth harbor and the crow club like it was your due let me do your fighting and your dirty work you mm-hmm. all benefited and looks at everyone. Like make makes eye contact with everybody. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but I'm not angry. <laughs> um, and so he's like, this is what Kaz had planned. Like it's very mm-hmm. clear that this is what he had planned. Um, and he's doing a good job of it. And they're like, oh, thank God. He's like not angry. They're like relieved. Um mm-hmm. and he's like ready. And uh Inej is like describing the scene of all of them. And again, I love that this is an Inej's point of view. Yes. It's like Kaz's re-rebirth almost. Mm-hmm. It really is. And it's in her point of view, like how we were introduced to him in Six of Crows. It wasn't Inej's point of view. Yep. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. So good. And so he's like going through this and um, I'm going to have to find that freaking cricket. That cricket is like, oh my God, I love this scene. Same. Um, give me, <laughs> I'm going to read this and I'm going to find that cricket. Um, <laughs> he says, same and that's just, yeah. And that's just like describing the scene. And she says, she's thinking, quote, cast it up upon his pulpit, wounded, bruised, and ready to preach. Mm. Amen. Hallelujah. And I am in the congregation and my hands are raised. Um, yeah. So good. Anyway. So Kaz is ready to preach metaphorically yes um not literally um <laughs> it's so yeah. scripted though he's like i'm not angry that's not what makes me angry what makes me angry is seeing my crew bending to the will of a dime lion he like rehearsed this speech like <laughs> like he was in the mirror like <laughs> like hand motions like everything <laughs> on his way to the slot he was like he's like mumbling to himself say? he's like oh this that's uh, it that's, that's the not one. what makes me angry what makes me angry i got it <laughs> got it got it yep 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 um and so um he's like he wins them back and um Annika, who's one of the young ones that anish had noted along the wall is the first one to like stand up and say mm-hmm. like yeah you're right <laughs> um and uh, Perhaskell tries to say something. Is like, go call the Stodwatch. Watch. And another drag like stops him. And so more and more are joining him. Um, and uh, um, Perhaskell did not really see that coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. And again, calls him a cripple. 
which why is Perhaskel like he such an ableist such like a thing about he's it like complex he's this really old man does. like really like sir you're not exactly you know batting a thousand yourself yeah um and so like the drags who join him kind of get the rest of rest of Perhaskel's guys and like are ready to do what they need to do um mm-hmm. and then Kaz goes up to Perhaskel and says you have two minutes to get in my house let's go drag his ass drag um and uh that's the end of chapter 27 so good (laughs) ah so good these first two chapters i feel like there's a lot and then the last three there's not like a ton yeah so we'll get through it kind of quick maybe i don't know we'll see we're in like a silly goofy mood um y'all it's been a few weeks since we recorded so we need this like time this is cathartic and I'm Jordy. I'm so sorry. You're going to have to edit this because of the stupid grass cricket. It's okay. I don't know what I, I like. I don't know where it is. I genuinely don't. It's okay. He's a it's guest speaker. Issue. I don't want a guest speaker. <laughs> we don't need a cameo. Anyway, chapter 28 in Jesper's point of view. And <sighs> at this point, Kaz is back at the hotel and Jesper's mm-hmm. like, bro <laughs> bro you look so bad um, and she's like well i guess that went well um mm-hmm. and Kaz is like yeah yeah it did <laughs> it's fine because he is he is like beaten like like how he's good. messed up yeah like when the lyric, there's a lyric in bed by leroy brown by uh, jim croce it's like he looks like a jigsaw puzzle with a couple of pieces missing like that's how he'd be looking um i was trying to think of a hamilton quote but i don't know it's just the duels it's just the duels yeah just pistol at the sky wait wait Um, golly i was sitting alone in my office during that i was like oh no (laughs) it was crazy um the one that gets me is the oh bro that hurts that's we know and then she, yeah. Her her scream was so good. Oh my gosh. That, like, like seeing it, because uh, I saw it before the recorded version came out. Like, I yeah. saw it in Dallas. Yeah. It was everything I had hoped it would be. Yeah. And I didn't know that she screamed, because it's not in the soundtrack. And yeah. I just, like, full body chills. It's like, <gasps> it's just awful. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. It's so sorry. good. Not going to apologize for Hamilton, actually. No. No, Kaz is just like his country. He's young, scrappy, and hungry. <laughs> he is. <laughs> you can't tell me I'm wrong. Oh my gosh. We'll have to talk about this later. Um, <laughs> so 28's in Jesper's point of view, and they're like, oh my gosh, Kaz, you look like shit. Um, he's like, well, it went well. And even Matthias asks him, Demon, how many lives do you have? right like how are you alive he's like he's like at least one more more. (laughs) like hopefully um and he's like oh my gosh like let us help you he's Mm -hmm. like literally don't touch me um okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and nina's like what in the world is wrong with him and jesper says quote same thing that's always wrong with him he's cast (laughs) record i love that so funny so good and then Later, um, Kaz, we like to get a flash forward and, mm-hmm. um, Inej comes back and gives Kaz a note 
And Nina's like, oh my gosh, are they coming? You're like, who? Obviously we know who. The triumvirate. Um, They're like, Jenya and Zoya. Um, And Wylan's like, the tailor, she's coming here. Um, I love it. And he's like, uh, Kaz um, is like, wow, that's crazy, Nina, that you didn't mention that Jenya Safin and Zoya Nazielinski mm-hmm. were the ones that you met with at the embassy. Mm-hmm. She's like, I didn't think she's it was like, that important. It didn't matter. Okay. Um, and he's like, Wyland is did. like, of course it matters. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Jesper's like, wow, that's crazy. That's so out of character for Wyland. He hasn't really seemed to mind that he looks like Kuwait mm-hmm. until I like, kissed Kuwait, thinking it was him. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy! Context clues, me home. Oh, Context clues. Buddy. Um, and uh, Nina's like, "Well, Wylan, I thought you were going to come to Rabka, and like we could have taken care of it then. Like, it doesn't really matter." Um, and Cass is like, "Well, we all know where Nina's loyalties lie after this." Mm-hmm. She's like, "Well, I didn't tell them about Kuwait." And he's like, "Like I said, we know where they lie." Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I love that Kaz did that. He's like, obviously like trying to dog her for yeah like siding with Rabka and she's like well I didn't tell them our secrets and he's like mm-hmm. just kidding <laughs> JK <laughs> you were right I was right <laughs> oh and he like, actually smiles and is like oh she is on our side I'm like look at that um and then uh oh there we go I was like that was weird it I had two pages oh. Um, and they're like, okay, they will be here in like the hotel bath in an hour. It's like a, what is it called? Um, like a bath, a Turkish bathhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Like a bathhouse. Kind of. Um, I imagined it like Harry Potter, you know, like yeah. mm-hmm, in the, uh, Triwizard tournament. Yep. Exactly. Um, and, uh, Kaz is like, well, I hope they can handle it. And he's like, they run a country. What do you, I I think they can handle it. Okay, but then also knowing them from the other books, it's like, you sure about no. that? <laughs> like, well, Jenya and Zoya, yes. Alina, yes. absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. Um, and Mal would have been like, Cass, who Cass? <laughs> and Jesper would have flirted with Alina. He would have been like, Neh. Oh, he would have been so awful. And he would have been like, who's this big lump of country muscle? <laughs> would have been really funny is if like Jesper had been flirting with Helena and Mal got all like defensive and so Jesper started flirting with Mal too and Mal would have been like yes. heaved <laughs> out yes that would have been so funny I would have loved that um and so uh Wylan is asks me or sorry no um uh who's asking oh Kaz ask Kaz as the one who asks Nina Mm-hmm. Um, if Jenny is good enough to fix Wyland's features, which is interesting. Right. Um, and she's like, I don't know. They call but- her the first tailor, which now, because this is like set five years ahead of Shadow and Bone. Mm-hmm. Um, so now the tailors have respect, which I love. Yeah. Um, he's like, but she's not taking Perem, so I don't know. Yeah, it's like she's good, but it she's not Perem mm-hmm. good, but she's good. Yeah, and Wyland's like, Cass, if she can, he's like, she can try. That's fine. You like, know? Yeah, go for it. Like, such a dad. Like, Cass and Wyland are literally father no, and son. No, literally, Cass is like, yeah, buddy, whatever makes you comfortable, yeah. just know you got to be careful if yeah. this is what you choose. 
it could be a lot. So, you know, just be ready. You're going to have <laughs> to be even more careful. <laughs> it's like so honestly, funny. And no, and uh, Wyland's like, no, I want this. I want it. I want it. It's like, it's like, okay, okay. Then we'll do it. It's then okay. We'll make it happen, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so That's good. That's literally what's happening. <laughs> honestly. Um, and, uh, um, why or sorry Kaz is like yeah that's fine and Jesper's suspicious he's like I have a feeling that this is what Kaz wanted all along which it mm-hmm. is it but, is you know but it, um, it, but like everything Kaz does it has multiple reasons and so many of those reasons are kinder than he would like to admit. yeah oh yeah he would never admit it but that is like the first thing he's thinking of yeah um and uh Nina tells them okay I reserved the bath for Mr. Johannes Rittveld they're like isn't there going to be other people there? He's like, no, I reserved it specifically for him. He's, you know, likes his privacy. Um, mm-hmm. And Kaz tells Nina that she and Matthias have to stay there. And Nina's like, what? Like, won't you need me? And he's like, literally, no. Um, it's already going to be precarious enough. Uh, you and Matthias are not going to help anything. No. And she's like, okay. But Inej needs to go in my place. And Inej tells her no. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, the Robkin government has not always been kind to Suli people, which I thought was mm-hmm. interesting and is a fun little tool that will come in handy. <laughs> it's a mystery later. tool that'll come in handy later. Well, I um, mean, we already know that the pickle King is throwing cultural appropriation parties. Yeah. LOL. That TikTok you sent me yes. of the, it was like at a run fair. Yes. Jordy, the pickle guy. Yeah. Jordy sent me a TikTok of a guy at a run fair who like hands you pickles and is like, <laughs> I but like he got him he with tongs really nice. and the guy like bit the pickle out yeah. of the tongs. They're apparently really good pickles, but you just have to take them in a really sus way. Yeah. Um for a good pickle. What wouldn't I do for a good pickle? Let's be honest. That's a loaded question. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh Jordy sent me the TikTok and was like, I found the pickle king, and I said he does not look like he would throw cultural appropriation parties. <laughs> he does it. He and I does don't it. think that Pickle King would because he is a true Pickle King. He's, he's not a pickle pretender. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to get like a noise complaint <laughs> no. for how loud my laugh was. He's real Pickle King royalty. <laughs> anyway, we know that's happening in Ravka, so. Yeah. Um, and so... <laughs> So, uh, that kind of shocks Nina and Jesper mm-hmm. notes that because, um, it's like, okay, she expects it coming from Matthias, but it hurts more coming from Inej. Yeah. Which and it's like, okay, but Jesper, understandable, but, oh yeah. But Jesper is thinking like there can, you can acknowledge the wrongs in something that you love. Yeah. Um, which is why we have this podcast. Um, <laughs> exactly. Honestly. And so that's also growth from Jesper as well. Um, and, uh, Nina, or Inej tells Nina like, oh, come on, I'll stay with you and we'll get Colm to order us something. Mm-hmm. It's like, are you just trying to bribe me? And she's like, are you complaining? She's like, no, that's just one of the many reasons I love you. Um, which is really sweet. Um, and, uh, she's still like, it's kind of hard. And so, mm-hmm. um, Jesper, they're like splitting up for this next plan. And Jesper follows Wyland. He's like, hey. And Wyland ignores him and keeps going. And he's like, hey. And Wyland <laughs> ignores him and keeps going. And so he like catches up and stops him. He's like, hey. Like, hey. Um, <laughs> like, he's like, 
hey, uh, there's nothing, like, me and Kuwait, it, it, it was a mistake. It was, he's like, you don't owe mm-hmm. me any explanation, like, whatever. And Jess yeah. was like, no, 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 you don't understand. He was sitting at a piano. Um, it was a mistake. <laughs> and he's like, you thought he was me? He's And, like, he has, like, two, like, he's like, you thought that was me? And he's like, you thought that you was thought me? that was me? <laughs> like, like, he's, like, flattered but still pissed that it wasn't him. Yeah. And he's like, you couldn't tell us part. He's like, well, I usually could, but I was just, he's like, no, no, no. I don't need an explanation. It's fine. Um, he's like, it's just that we, we are not alike at all. I love this part. He's like, he's not even a good scientist. Cause that's what <laughs> Jesper cares about, you I know, know. <laughs> is this the chemistry, but I then care. he goes, I <laughs> dating requirements must have an understanding of chemistry. As... My hinge. <laughs> are you good at chemistry chemistry together you need to know the periodic table Uh, i'm so bad at math and science i am awful at chemistry and math there's a reason i have a political science degree and a communication degree and not a math or science degree bro i got a bachelor of science and it was a miracle truly yeah all the science and math classes i took in undergrad for both of my degrees i ended up not having to take them and you know what it did it brought my gpa down and if i did not have those classes i would have graduated with honors golly i feel that that's fine i feel what is it what is it cum laude it's a cum laude cum laude yeah I would have graduated cum laude if I didn't have those classes. Mm-hmm. Same. Actually, was, I probably would have graduated calculus. the second one. The, uh, like, because there's three. There's summa, magna, and cum. So summa's with most honors, magna's with lots of honors, and cum is with honors. Okay, then it would have, I don't know, but I digress. It's Honor fine. would have been had. I was just happy yeah. to cross the stage, truthfully. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's like, he's not even a good scientist. And most of his notebooks are doodles of you. And Jesper's like, me? Because Jesper's Wyland's still like, Jesper. Like, really? Yeah. And Wyland's like, I, did, I, did, I just, I, that's whatever. what you're going to take from this? He's like, whatever. Just kiss whoever you want. <laughs> he's like, oh, t- lipstick in my Valentino like that? <laughs> he really is. <laughs> Jesper doodles in your science textbook? <laughs> like, he's so upset. <laughs> And Ryan's like, you know what? Kiss whoever you want. And Jesper's like, I usually do. Um, <laughs> and uh, then he's like, well, I actually just want to give you something. And Jesper gives Wylan a little miniature painting that he had taken mm. from St. Hilda that his mom had painted of Wylan. Mm. And we're back to the emotions. Just a roller coaster. It's I'm gonna have to- so sweet. I'm going to have to send Lee to go my therapy bill. Like- honestly, though, honestly um oh and uh wyland didn't know about it and he's like this is me when i was little and jesper's like it could help you know the tailor yeah figure out what you look like um and uh wyland's like did you take this just because you thought it could help get my face back and jesper's Mm -hmm. like i like your stupid face (laughs) the frog (laughs) it's true it's so very true um, and Jesper's like, well, if you're headed down to the baths, I could come with you. Mm-hmm. And Wyland's like, okay. <laughs> All right, sure. Okay. Um, and uh, Jesper's like all happy now because he's like, okay, I've, I've fixed my relationship with Wyland. And then they mm-hmm. get to the uh, the elevator and immediately mm-hmm. he's like, why am I here? <laughs> it's <laughs> why like, this is a lot. Am I 
here. <laughs> he's like, this could be a trap. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's nervous for his dad because his dad had like spent a lot of time rehearsing his role and like mm-hmm. information and what he might need to know. Um, but he's still worried about him. And so they get to the like baths in the hotel and um, they were told they would only be meeting two members of the triumvirate. Mm-hmm. So Jenya and Zoya, but there was three people there. And um, uh, Jesper notes like, okay, this must be Jenya. I've heard of her and Zoya is mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous. So like mm-hmm. it's Zoya, but they were accompanied by quote, a fox faced man in his twenties wearing a teal frock brown leather gloves and an impressive set of Zemini revolvers slung around his hips hmm. and who could that be but our who, favorite Sturmbot who could that possibly be mm-hmm. um, and Kaz is like I told the Greece to come alone and Sturmhan is like well that wasn't possible mm-hmm. um, you know Jenya she can fight but or sorry Zoya she can fight but Jenya eh, you know not her yeah. skill set um, he's like but I'm very fond of being physical <laughs> And Kaz immediately is like, hi, Sturmhone. Like, like yeah. it knows who he is. And that just goes to his ego so bad. He's so much like a freaking Flynn Rider entangled, which is so painful because it's I that know. stupid After redacted adapted. man. Um, but Sturmhone's so happy. He's like, I told you I'm famous. Like, oh my gosh. And so he's like, oh my gosh. Why'd you have to do that? He's going to be like so insufferable now. <laughs> he's the worst. Um. And Jenny's like, oh, Sturmhand has been delegated um, by the Rabkin monarchy um, to delegate on behalf of Rabka. Mm-hmm. And Jess was like, a pirate? Like the and government st- trusts a pirate? <laughs> and Sturmhand's like, privateer. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> um, and they're like, you can't expect the king to do this himself. And they're like, why? Why not? <laughs> um, and... Uh, Jesper's real confused, mm-hmm. <laughs> but also in awe because Sturmhan is a legend and all the success that he's had. And again, this is five years from Shadow and Bone. So yeah. Sturmhan, in theory, has had a lot more successes, yeah. especially as Nikolai, like the king of Ravka, he has more responsibility now. Yeah. And so he has more things to do to help Ravka. Um, and Jesper's like, do you have a flying ship? And um, Sturmhan's like, no. He's no. like, uh, I have a few. He's, <laughs> He's like, like, oh my god, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> like, say like, take me with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I I need a spinoff and I need this to happen. Oh, but it's not gonna happen because they already had the flying ship in the show. I know. Dang it. If we could just have like a spinoff of Six of Crows that starts over. Yeah. That'd be or it just includes everything again. I can watch it again. I, I don't give a truthfully, shit. Truthfully, the rewatchability, very high. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Kaz is like, what? This is very suspicious. Kaz said, I smell some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like super suspicious that the government would send a privateer, a quote unquote privateer, uh-huh. um, to negotiate in matters of state. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, it happens. Um, you know, you have quite a reputation. Um, so with people like you, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Kaz is like, you also have a reputation, Sturmhund. Um, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. He's like, okay, that's fair. Um, but uh, I want the details of your plan. 
And Cass is like, okay, like, let's go talk. And so people start mm-hmm. to walk and Cass is like, no, 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 just me and the privateer. Mm-hmm. And Zoya is ready to, not, like, is not having it. Zoya's like, what's um, here? Mm-hmm. And Kaz gives her a little lip and she's like, you little bitch. Um, except yeah. <laughs> she doesn't actually say that, but pretty much. Pretty much though. <laughs> and um, Stormhawk's like, it's okay. It's okay. Um, and uh, before, as he's like going, Wyland's like, Kaz, can, can you? And he's like, buddy, you're going to have to do this yourself. It's, it's time to sink or swim, learn. bud. Yeah. He's like, you're going to have to do this. <laughs> I just wrote dad energy. Yes. <laughs> it's like a parent being like, Hey, if you want this doctor's appointment, you have to call them. And it's like, I don't yeah, want can you to believe I'm scared. Yeah. And me graduating from college, having my first like big girl job. I was like, mom, how do I do this? <laughs> right. Like, how do I find a doctor? What Still do I don't give know. them? Yeah, I just I, even, I'm like, what do I need? I surely no. have multiple things that are flying under the radar because I'm like, I'll deal with yeah. that later. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but he's like, you got to do this for yourself, but obviously not as kind as we're no, saying. Not as soft, but that's the it's, it's like, hey, hey, that's the effect. Hey, we have to learn to negotiate. We have to learn to stand up for ourselves. This is your chance to do that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and so, um. And he they like, is like walk a away. Yeah. And Zoya is like, well, what's <laughs> not? And he goes, Miss Jenya. Ma'am, ma'am, Miss Miss Jenya. And she's just like soaking it all in. She's, she's like, like, oh, <laughs> you sweet, precious little baby. She's like, like in Brave, um, when the little wee dingwald can't even line his arrow up right, oh, yeah. she goes, oh, wee lamb. Like, that's that's this moment. <laughs> like she's god like, love she's like oh well you just you sweet little thing You're um, so sweet. and so he's like oh my gosh you always pick up the strays yeah <laughs> um and Jenya knows who he is. She's like, oh, you're the one who Nina tailored to look like Kuwait. Mm-hmm. And you want me to try to put you back? And he's like, yes, please, ma'am. He's like, but I don't have anything to pay you with. And she's like, why do y'all care so much about money? And Jesper, being Jesper, can't help himself being like, says the woman with the bankrupt country. And Zoya's like, what? He's like, no. I was just saying that Kirch is a morally bankrupt country. <laughs> good save bud <laughs> good save good save and uh so Zoya's like oh my gosh you know what I have to I have to get out of here <laughs> right I'm, she's I'm like gonna... Zoya's like I need a bath let me yeah. go <laughs> um and so uh Jenya tells Wyland and Jesper to go get her kit and they like find a room um mm-hmm. and uh they Oh, one thing they like look through different rooms to like find the one with the best light. And mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. It's one of them was heated, a heated chamber made entirely of jade, but jade is always cool. Mm-hmm. That's why they have like the jade rollers and the sculpting yeah, and things it's like, like that. It's always cool. Huh. So I was like, that's interesting. I'm a little like, are you supposed that's to confusing. like sit in like a jade chair and the room yeah. is supposed to be warm? So that is cool. Maybe. I don't know. I was just like, I was just like confused because I'm like, Jade is always supposed to be like cool. And it's yeah. a, it's a hot room. I don't know. That's a good point. So I'm just, I would love to ask. I would have never thought of that. I just thought it was like a symbol of opulence. Oh. I. But, but you have a good point because it is, Jade is like a cooling yeah. thing. Like it's, I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know. Anyway. I'm perplexed. Um, yeah. Lee, Lee Bardugo, um, along with my therapy pill, I, <laughs> therapy bill, I will send a letter. Excuse asking. me, Miss Lee. <laughs> Miss Bardugo. Can you tell um, me why? Mm-hmm. Then it and, is what it, Wyland has the portrait that Jesper gave him, and he also mm-hmm. has his wanted poster. Yeah. So an and, adult uh, And so um, she's like tells them to get her things, and they just follow and tell her okay. And so she starts to work, and um, Jesper is noting that it's taking longer than he thought. And um, after a while, he like goes and gets coffee and tea for Jenny and Wyland and comes back and he almost drops the cup mm-hmm. because Wyland looks like himself again. Mm-hmm. Um, but in before he does that, as they're working, um, Wyland is bringing up, um, mm-hmm. he brings up, oh, is there like a school? Do you have fabricators at, mm-hmm. at the little palace? trying to get Jesper to open up and he tells Jenya about mm-hmm. the fact that he can't read and Jenya's like oh that's fine like you know yeah. whatever um and he's saying that he's being vulnerable and hopes that Jesper would also be vulnerable but Jesper's too afraid to do that mm-hmm. um and so he's like he's still thinking that this him being a Grisha is a curse and what's killed his mother like he's had this thought his whole life because it's been instilled in him so yeah. He's just trying to like come to terms with that. Um, and anyway, when he comes back, uh, Jesper's like, oh my gosh, that's that's him. That's what he looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he looks at Jenya, and even though she was tired from like working on him for so long, she had a glow mm-hmm. and he realizes that's what Grisha looked like when they've used their powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they leave her down there um, to go find Zoya and they go back up to the suite. Um, and Jesper sees his dad is like sleeping on one of the beds and kind of picks up. Um, and, uh, mm-hmm. um, Jesper's like, did you make her, did you have her make you better looking? And Wylan, um, blushes, but gives it right back and says, well, maybe you just didn't remember how handsome I was. <laughs> Cute. Um, and mm-hmm. so they have like a little bit of a back and forth and Jesper's like, well, I know what you were doing when you brought up like mm-hmm. not being able to read um and wyland tells him you know kaz was the first person i ever told about it and mm-hmm. i thought he would ridicule me i thought he would be mean about it and make fun of me but he wasn't he yep. just took it as right kaz dad energy wyland son energy um honestly and uh he's like every <laughs> time a perfect I tell- fit <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like anytime <laughs> oh my god nope i'm not gonna say it um <laughs> and uh wyland tells him that every time he tells someone about the fact that he can't read Mm -hmm. he just feels a little bit freer so he wants that for jesper as well Mm -hmm. um and uh wyland can't understand it because he's like i've spent my entire life hiding things i can't do you can do this amazing thing it should be celebrated you shouldn't be trying to hide it and so he's just trying to convince him um, and they go like back and forth about it, whatever. And um, uh, Jesper's starting to get a little like mm-hmm. flustered, thinking like I we're not having this conversation. Then Wyland asks him, "Hey, um, do you ever think that maybe the fact that you're a fabricator mm-hmm. has anything to do with how good of a shot you are?" And he's like, "No, no, 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 no. My mom taught me how to shoot. Like I I grew up learning how to do that. My mom taught my mom taught me my my mom was your a fabricator. mom the fabricator." 
Oh my gosh. And so he's like having this like crisis and is starting to panic a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's like in Ratatouille when Chef Skinner reads the letter saying that Linguini is what's his name's son and the music's like and he's just his eyes are just going back and forth. <laughs> That's just for right now. <laughs> like everything has been tipped on its head. Yeah. And so he's starting to panic a little bit. And um Ryan tells him, okay, like just breathe, just breathe, breathe with me, breathe, take a deep breath in mm-hmm. and out, and take a deep breath in. And when he, Jesper opens his mouth to take a deep breath in, Wyland kisses him. Ah. <laughs> and um, Jesper's thinking, oh, this, this is what it was supposed to feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, quote, this, is, this was the kiss he'd been waiting for. It was a gunshot. It was a prairie fire. It was oh. the spin of maker's wheel. So it was like this ev- is what, what he, he chases. Mm-hmm. Everything, when he feels at his best, that is what he is likening this kiss to that's what wyland makes him oh i am so alone (laughs) oh um and they're like real cute and then jesper's like hey babe um hope we don't die (laughs) he's like dang i really want to (laughs) live like 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 and it's a wonderful life please god let me live again (laughs) um and uh hmm. that's the end of chapter 28 and on to 29 oh, so good in nina's point of view i love nina um and nina is pissed because she's like jenya taylor wyland back and i didn't get to see that and she tailored cats as well <laughs> and i didn't get to see that what? so we learned that that she tailored cats to like fix his nose fix some mm-hmm. of the bruises and she's like why you could have had her fix a little bit more and he's like no she wanted Mm-mm. to do too much. And so we can presume that Jenya wanted to fix his leg. Um, and he also is like, I need to mm-hmm. look like I was, I roughed was, up, like I was roughed up and that I beat a gang. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm not a little bruised and battered, no one will believe it. Yep. I was like, okay. And uh, then where they are um, or the next day, an announcement was made like, hear ye, hear ye with all the flyers in Ketterdam or whatever mm-hmm. um, uh, about the auction saying that Kuei Yul, uh, Yul Bo, son of Bo Yul Bayer, um, is going to make his service available. Mm-hmm. And so everyone is like freaking out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, they noticed that like Anej had been watching the Shu Embassy and people were coming in and out. And they want a fabricator who can make gold so they can win the auction. <laughs> but the harbors are locked down. Yep. And so there's like a lot going on. Um, and then at noon, there's a guy who had a stack of documents because the merchant council had to like approve it. Mm-hmm. But if they didn't approve it, that would have been worse um, because they would be going against Kirch law. And so Kaz mm-hmm. was correct in that they had to approve it. So it's like, okay. But Dryden, Carl Dryden, the youngest marcher. Um, yep who is a Nepo baby and got the money from his dad (laughs) um, is the like bottom of the the totem pole. Um, I shouldn't say that. That's like incorrect. Um, uh, Bottom of the ladder, bottom of the right. He's the, uh, yeah, the lowest rung on the ladder. Yeah. There we go. Sorry. That should not have taken me that long. You're good. Um, uh, And he's been sent out to give these flyers and, um, so 
Jesper like looks at his dad. He's like, okay, well, Nina and Cass prepared you. Like, mm-hmm. we got some, got some planning to do. <laughs> and, and I just like, if you don't want to do this, like we can, we can figure something else out. And Jesper's like, no, 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 we have to do this. Um, and uh, Nina's thinking, you know, I like Colm and I like Jesper, but I need to get these Grisha out and I need to save Ravka more. Yeah. Which I'm like, I don't, I, I didn't love that. No. And some of these feel like, and I'm sure we'll talk about this when we get to those books as well, that she's like clinging to her patriotism mm-hmm. as a way to validate everything she's done to get to this point. There it is. Um, but uh we sorry where are we um and so Cass is like the merchers are the perfect marks like they think they're smart and they want to get richer um so they're easy the people are that are hardest um to mark uh the toughest mark is an honest one and Mm -hmm. so that's why Colm is a good fit for this job yeah um they're like how what else do we know about Dryden? So Dryden is going to be like their first mark. He's like, what else do we know about him? They're like, well, he's represented by our friend Cornelius Smeet um, <laughs> from way back <laughs> in the beginning. And so we find that earlier we get a flashback um, and uh, Cornelius Smeet had like runners taking all his papers to like the clients or whatever, mm-hmm. and they were paid well, so they couldn't be bought. So some of the dregs, um, dressed like Stodwatch and asked to look in the bags. And what they did was like fake, uh, like almost like a stamp, like, um, mm-hmm. a, the, like the ink hadn't quite dried and a letter, like got some of it, you know, like a hidden clue kind yeah, of. Exactly. Um, like when you're like, if you have ever had like a book in your backpack and then been mm-hmm. caught in the rain and some of the letters are transposed over each other on the pages. Yeah. Um, and so they do that for the for Dryden's um paperwork and they left a clue to like a good investment for Jerna. Mm-hmm. Uh and so they're like, okay, well, is he gonna believe it? <laughs> and um to lead up to this, Kaz had had Colm um taking mm-hmm. meals in in like the restaurant of this hotel and had been meeting with people. And it was just like not investment conversation like it was just everyday com- yeah just chit chat but he made it known that they were mm-hmm. like away from everyone else and that they were seen eating together mm-hmm. and like talking and so um nina had been present at all these meetings as like a translator a heart mm-hmm. render who had looked for who needed work after the white rose had yep. you know whatever um and she's kind of nervous still about the the Kurgood soldiers mm-hmm. um and uh she, there's like there was some hesitation about um people like learning about who who the merchers learning mm-hmm. about Ripbeld like sharing information about him um that could take down their plan but she's like they want money they're not going to risk losing that yeah. Um, so anyway, um, they're in the dining room and Nina notes that Kaz had given Colm like a nicer coat, like to look like a mercher. He like had these subtle things that would make people respect him and like mm-hmm. believe he was like a well-off farmer. Um, and Jenya had given Nina a red kefta. Um, mm-hmm. 
and it was one of Genia's and they know that like they let it out and they changed the the embroidery and things like that but it felt this was the first time in years that Nina had put on a real kefta and it felt really good and then Matthias saw her in it and he like paused and she's like do I look like the enemy um and he tells her he says you look beautiful and she's like you mean I look like your enemy and he's like both of those things have always been true oh mi corazón oh my goodness um and then he just like takes he offers his hand like like uh, because he he had he'd never seen her in a kefta in the the real one yeah um uh and no he didn't even see her in the fake one because it was when she was at the white rose and he was so right and hellgate um he had never seen her in a kefta and it's like oh hesitation but he has Uh, had so much growth he has so much growth um so so anyway (laughs) um so uh they're like okay we're they're waiting for the merchant council to meet with calm because that's their whole plan but no one had done it yet Mm -hmm. but then 48 hours before the auction um johannes ritveld aka calm had gotten Mm -hmm. a letter from dryden saying that he would meet uh meet him at whatever time to discuss business um and kaz got members of the drags ready because he's like planning everything and this is like hard to describe because there's a lot of characters involved yeah you know um and so nina and colm are sitting in the dining room and then two men in mercher attire come up and um nina tells him okay they're here but you gotta act calm so she like nudges him Mm -hmm. to like chill out and one of them is dryden and one of them is van eck (laughs) and you're like oh my gosh that's crazy um and they're like mr ritfeld he's like oh yeah um they're like oh he's like that's me yeah they're like what could i help you with he's like oh i'm carl dryden this is jan van eck um we're here for a meeting he's like i'm sorry i don't really have time for you like i'm super busy today they're like it'll just be a few minutes and they're like okay um and van eck opens with you know, we heard that you represent a consortium of Jurda farmers and mm-hmm. um, we would like to invest and, or uh, he's like, yeah, I do. But how did you get this information? And Van Eck says something and Nina's like, he's lying. And then he says something else. She's like, he's still lying. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you know that? She's like, I'm a heart render. Like mm-hmm. I know this stuff. Um, and so she's like, doesn't have her powers, but can still still called bullshit when she hears it uh-huh. um, and uh so they're like oh we are interested um in investing and colm's like oh i really don't need more investors and he's like literally dried and asked him how um like that's not possible yeah colm's like well you know things have really like picked up lately so i don't i don't know what's going on but i don't need it and Van Eck is like, that's crazy that you're here when mm-hmm. all this like um, demand for Jurda Farms is happening. And he's like, Kaz had prepared him for this because Van Eck thought he had one-upped him and mm-hmm. foiled this plan. Um, and he's like, okay, well, a few months ago, someone started buying up a whole bunch of Jurda Farms um, in this area, but no one figured out who. So um mm-hmm we uh, decided to not sell to him and start our own. And that unknown buyer is Van Eck. 
And so mm-hmm. Benek was not expecting to be called out like that because no one knows that he's been buying up these Jurta farms. And Dryden's like, what? Dryden's like, oh my gosh, that's insane. Um, I I can't believe that. And so they're playing it up and they're like, we mm-hmm. have no idea who it could be. Like, you know, and Vanek's like, oh, um, you know, we'll do whatever, whatever you want. Like we can invest. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Palm is like, you know what? If you can figure out who he is, maybe you can still get in on, on his scheme. And Dryden's like, oh yeah. And Vanek's like, no, 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 like, no. Like, absolutely not. That's okay. Um, and uh, he's like, well, uh, Dryden is like hesitant. He's like, well, maybe we shouldn't invest right away. And while they're doing this, um, uh, one of the drugs like signals um, that their next plan is in motion. And mm-hmm. uh, um, Nina's like, oh, Mr. Ritveld, your next appointment is here. And a person, like a group of people walk in and at the head of the group is this really, really rich mercher. And they're like, oh my gosh, he's coming. But what they don't know is that they're actually just going to hear a bullshit speech about um, Zemini oil from Jesper. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Which I would love to hear. Um, And Nina's kind of like nudging Colm like, hey, remember? Um, Mm -hmm. And Colm is like, oh, I'm so sorry. I have to go. It's been so nice meeting with you guys. And they're like, wait, 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 wait. Um, And Colm is putting on a really good act. He He really is. Ready for his Oscar. He said, I am going to do what I can for this and I'm going to do it well. Um, and so there's like back and forth and Colm's like, is it even legal for you guys to invest? And Van Eck insists that it is. Mm-hmm. They just can't, you know, change the outcome, you know, but they can invest. Um, and uh, they're like, Colm asks, well, how do I know that you would like um, honor you your back out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I have only merchant council investors and you all back out, like, how do I trust that? And mm-hmm. Dryden is so offended. He's like, oh my gosh, Kurt, like, trade is a law no one yeah lies yes (laughs) and Colm pretends to start to think about it and Bannock asks him to give them 48 hours he's like oh I have to get out of here um sorry I have a I'm leaving tomorrow and Bannock is suspicious he's like the harbors are closed you can't get out and Colm says this feels like a threat um Mm -hmm. I have my own ways I don't need to disclose that to you Mm -hmm. um I and I take offense with your insinuation Mm-hmm. And Van Eck is like, oh, um, 24 hours. He's like, okay, like, fine. I can do that. And then as they leave, Van Eck says, Miss Zenick. And she's a little nervous. But remember, Van Eck doesn't know what Nina looks like. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I heard you worked out of the White Rose. And I hear that you worked for Casbrock. And she's like, oh, yeah, I did do some jobs for him, um, which he did not expect her to cop to that. And she's like, uh-huh. oh, I did some jobs for him. But, you know, if I knew where he kept your, was keeping your son, I would tell you. I think it's just awful. And she, um, like, she, like, grabbed his hand. And he thinks that he, like, flinches because he thinks that she worked mm-hmm. as a sex worker. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ugh. Because he's a, ugh, a piece of shit. Um, but we knew that. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, she's like, well, how was he taken? That's crazy um Mm -hmm. and uh she's like oh i hope he didn't fall i hope he didn't cross cross kaz brecker and benak is like oh my gosh um he would never he's like nina says of course not only an idiot would do that and walks away (laughs) get very good because she's like (laughs) how'd they get him while he was at school 
how do his teachers feel about this? And Vedex like, mm, mm, I did it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was me. What is, yeah. Um, what's it? Uh, they're in the room with us. Uh, like I'm trying. What is it? Oh, they're in the walls. They're in the they're walls. In the walls. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's Van Eck right now. He's like, yeah. something is wrong. I don't know what it is, but I don't like it. Um, And then that's the end of chapter 29 and on to chapter 30. And it's in Kaz's point of view. Mm -hmm. And Kaz notes that Nina's tired and that they all need to rest and that his body physically stopped responding to like Mm -hmm. his commands because it's just completely worn out. I'm not going to lie. I felt that way on a recent work trip. I was like, if I take one more step, I'm going to die. And then I walked two miles. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, Why did like, y'all walk? I don't uh, know. Um, but it was fine. <laughs> I just, it's probably, it's not nearly as bad as what Kaz is going through right now, but I do have a small measure of empathy. Like I have an idea of what a fraction of that feels like, because oh. I discovered that I have plantar fasciitis on this trip. <laughs> and then we walked everywhere. Um, When I sent y'all the voice message and I was like, I just had to walk like a mile uphill. Yes. I was done. (laughs) I'm going to call an Uber to take me to my car. (laughs) Honestly, it's crazy. Anyway, um, we are here. Yeah. Um, And so he's, Kaz is thinking, oh, maybe I should have had Jenya help a little bit more, but her touching me was a lot. That was too much. Yeah. And then, um, uh, like, Kaz is thinking, okay. That we have over the auctions, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. And that Kaz wanted Sturmhan to enter at 50 million, that she would probably come back with more, um, yada, yada, yada. And so we get a little bit of a flashback to um, mm-hmm. uh, Kaz and Sturmhan's conversation because remember they left. We didn't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> in the conversation, Sturmhan was asking how they got through the ice court, like, how they did this and Kaz is giving mm-hmm. him the bare minimum details because he's like for all I know he might ask me to do something someday yeah um, and uh Sturmhan tells him quote well Brecker it's obviously only deal in half truths and outright lies so you're clearly the man for the job <laughs> um and so he like agrees and Kaz tells him actually one more thing um who are you mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like well, I, I'm Sturmhan. Like, I know we're not besties, um, <laughs> right. but I we introduced ourselves. He's like, are you really a privateer? Um, and Sturmhan's like, that's a really loaded question. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and Kaz is like, no thief talks the way you do. You, um, you look like a rich man's son. Um, and there's no way that a king would send a privateer to do this work. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Stormhound's like, oh, I know my way around a deal. Like, you know, it's fine. He's like, also, how do you know this? And Kaz is like, I'm smarter than you give me credit for. Again, yep. remember the two ends of the same cloth? Yes. Nature versus I'm nurture. I'm just like you. You're just like <laughs> just me. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's their Barbie princess in the popper. It is. Um, and... Uh, so it's they're they're having a little bit of back and forth and i love Mm -hmm. that we get this we get it a little bit in the show but not really and i wish we got it more in the show right um 
because I love their back and forth, the dialogue, the quick wit with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, uh, um, oh, Kaz tells him, hey, either you tell me the truth or my crew walks. Mm -hmm. And Stormhound's like, for real, for real. He's like, you serious? You've heard what we've done. Do you really want to go up against that? And he's like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. And uh, Stormhan says, quote, let us say, <laughs> hypothetically, of course, that the Rakan King has intelligence networks that reach deep within Kirch, Fierda, and the Shuhan, and that he knows exactly how important Kuwayobo could be to the future of his country. Let us say that the king would trust no one to negotiate such matters but himself, <laughs> but that he knows how dangerous it is to travel under his no- own name when his country is in turmoil, when he has no heir. And the Lancelot succession is in no way secured, unquote. And mm-hmm. Kaz says, hypothetically, of course, hypothetically speaking. Of course. Um, should I call you your highness? <laughs> <laughs> and he's I, like, whatever else you want to as well. But how the hell did you know? And Kaz is like, you literally speak like someone who has money. You speak perch like a native. <laughs> and your perfume smells like your daddy's got money. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, now I'm trying to think of it. Um, <laughs> someone in a rush next to someone looking pretty. Excuse mm-hmm. me, miss. I know what's not funny, but your perfume smells it like smells your daddy's like a got money. money. Why are you slumming in the city with your fancy heels? <laughs> Searching for an urchin who can give you ideals? Boy, you disgust me. I see you disgust me. I'm a trust fund, baby. You can trust me. <laughs> That is literally this. It's literally this exchange right now. Oh my god! I'm so glad we were able to bring it back around. <laughs> wow, that is that is literally this conversation. <laughs> I do love that Nikolai is like Mr. Brecker, Kaz, if I may be so bold. <laughs> we're friends now. We can speak this way, <laughs> buddy. Um, <laughs> he's like, I'm a level with you here. He's like, things are not good in Ravka. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's like, things are not good at home. Yeah. And Kaz is like, oh, so you'd make a good hostage? <laughs> he's like, ha, 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 ha. Um, I really need this. I really need this. Um, <laughs> he's like, it's been a rough year. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it, it would hurt my self-esteem. And Kaz is like, I think you're, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and he explains that Sturmhond, why he created Sturmhond, and blah, 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 blah. I'm mm-hmm. like, now I'm like thinking of different Hamilton songs. That I like <laughs> go with it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I can't enter this, this auction as myself, blah, blah, blah. Kaz is like, I don't care who you, what you call yourself. Yeah. I just like having all the information. You can yeah. enter the auction as Santa Claus, and I don't give a shit. Just and be Sturmhond's there like, and put <laughs> up the money. Sturmhond's like, well, now I have options. um and so they shake hands and say the deal is the deal Mm -hmm. um and Sturmhan switches back to being Sturmhan instead of like a vulnerable Mm -hmm. Nikolai um and he's like well that was so easy like blah 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 and why can't everything be this way yeah and Kaz notes that switch in him which I love that we get that love it right um now I'm thinking now uh I was thinking oh my gosh um a wait for it um it's kind of like them too a little bit yeah it's like 
I don't know. Anyway. They both think of themselves as like the one thing they can control, though. Mm -hmm. I am the one thing in life I can't control. control. I'm an inevitable. I'm an original. Original. Um, But you can kind of see that. Yeah. Anyway. um, So uh, Stormhawn's like, okay, I'm going to go relax before this shit show happens. Honestly, (laughs) he's like, let me get a little spa moment in before we put everything we both have on the line for for. Like with it's no just, guarantee yeah. it'll work. I'm gonna treat myself and um see you tomorrow. And so <laughs> basically after, and after Stormhawn leaves, Kaz like fixes his hair and like straightens his coat. He's like, mm-hmm. I just met with the king. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like, well, I was chosen for the <laughs> what is it? What is he? I say? was chosen for the constitutional convention. Yes. <laughs> there is it. Oh, wait, no. no, here we go. There is a New York junior delegate. Now, what am I going to say myself? <laughs> delicate. Um, it's like, oh gosh, I can't remember how it is. He's like, uh, what is the line before that? I don't know. He's like, I can't remember. I was chosen for the constitutional convention. <laughs> That's Kaz right now. Like he's like kind of straightening his lapels and he's like, not too bad for a day's work. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, Pekka and Van Eck and her hospital girl all like you'll be back. <laughs> um. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> so, I'm just thinking of them in a chorus line like da 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 da. Um. Well, Pecker Rollins though he's like, um, I'll kill your friends and family to remind <laughs> you of my love. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I can That's see funny. that. Yeah. Um, and so now we're back in the present, and Kaz goes to wake Nina up. Um, and uh, before he does, um, Jesper's like waiting for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, "Did Matthias give you the param?" Um, and Kaz is like, "Yeah." And yeah. he's like, "Well." Just in case things go wrong, I need to get my dad out of here. Give me the param. And Cass tells him no. And Jesper's upset by this. And Jesper's like, the hell? Yeah. But Cass tells him, quote, I'm not going to let you make yourself a martyr, Jess. If one of them goes, if one of us goes down, we all go down. Mm-hmm. Um, again, could bring it back to Hamilton, but we've done a lot. Because um, <laughs> he's also like, he's thinking like that would be the smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. but he has but i'm not gonna seen, do it like he's telling jesper like your dad cares more about you than the farm yeah um and so he's he's like no we're not gonna risk it mm-hmm. and then jesper ask asks him who jordy is me bitch <laughs> <laughs> and jordan no. pops up in the scene <laughs> surprise shorty <laughs> um, honestly but Kaz tells him, quote, someone I trusted, someone I didn't want to lose. And that's, like, the closest admission of love that Kaz will ever give yeah. to Jesper. Of saying, like, I care about you, and that's why I'm yeah. not giving you this param. Which is so sweet. Um, and he <laughs> goes to find Nina, and Nina and Matthias are, like, sleeping together <laughs> on the couch. And he's, like, the two largest people <laughs> in this crew please. are sleeping on this couch. On this together. little couch. That's Look, so but also, funny. Like, it's sweet, though. Yeah, but also I'm like imagining them. I'm like that has to be like a big couch. I don't. It's well, I like imagine them like lying next to each other, not like on top. 
I feel like they would have to be like like anchovies here a little bit, but not in that way, just in a like let's sleep on the couch way. Yeah, not like yeah. But I'm like, I mean, my couch is like small, but Duncan can't even lie next to me. I guess. I don't know. We've put all three of us on our couch, but it and it's not a big couch. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. a, A pile of peeps. Yeah. I don't know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) you're having a Kaz moment you're like "Mm, that sounds gross don't touch me leave me alone (laughs) Um, different musical number five but still good yeah I think Um, so and so uh, he wakes her up and she's like go away he's like we gotta go bitch Uh, (laughs) except he doesn't say that put you on your shoes it's time to go Um, and so we're like where the hell are they going Mm -hmm. and they go to the morgue like what the hell are they doing here at the morgue um the morgue and kaz is panicking because he has not been around this many dead bodies. he knows he's been around dead bodies nina's been around dead bodies but they've never been around them in this context and to that extent Mm -hmm. um and he's like the whole place just smelled like death um because it's a morgue obviously and inej is there Mm -hmm. as a lookout and um so he's just kind of like thinking about how how he's feeling and how it got so bad. And we get mm-hmm. um, another flashback. He's like, okay, afterwards, this like he, as he was trying to build himself up, um, he was fine. And then all of a sudden he couldn't really handle touch. And um, mm-hmm. after someone had touched him, like after, after a job, yeah. um, he like hold himself up in the bathroom throwing up like panicking and he faked it as being having food poisoning um but he's like okay I can beat he's like you know I can't do this like I have to beat this mm-hmm. um let's let's try this and so he had gotten himself gloves oh sorry he had gotten himself gloves and went on that way until he met someone named Imogen and you're like what the hell who is that <laughs> who is this bitch huh. um it's Mariah Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, you're like, what the heck? And so after he saw her, he like had a crush on her and is like, okay, mm-hmm. I have to get, I have to do better. And so he's like, I'll just do it slowly, like take mm-hmm. my gloves off. And so for some things he would take his gloves off like a little bit. And then he had a job where he and another member of the dregs like had to go beat up this person and mm-hmm. before he was supposed to hold the guy and the other person was supposed to beat him up. So he took his gloves off and was holding the guy, um, but he passed out. And so the guy who was supposed to be, who was, who he was on the gang with beat him up instead. Yeah. Um, and Kaz was like, I deserve that. So he, after that, he went and found the guy that they were supposed to beat up and did worse mm-hmm. than, and he's like 14, 15 at this point. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I'm never going to let that happen again. Like that's a weakness and I was exposed and I'm not going to let that happen again. Mm-hmm. And so Imogen, um, he, like the next time she like kind of flirted with him, he just stared at her dead in the eyes and mm-hmm. she just like looked back kind of shocked and like let go of him. Um, so you like see this, okay. Not like giving up, but he's like, it's, it's too much. He had to find a new normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's like, now we get the full extent of where his trauma comes from, um, his aversion to physical touch and how Mm -hmm. he has tried to do it and how he has tried to fix it. And maybe why he hasn't 
like mm-hmm. overcome that, but also why his touch with Inej was such a big deal. Yeah. Because he has not like, done that since. He hasn't tried to like overcome it in mm-hmm. years. And he, it's been years. Years and um, years. And uh, so now we're back to the morgue and they're looking for a specific like level of decay on a body. And they find this person, neither mm-hmm. one of them wants to open the drawer. But this guy, like, is halfway decayed. And we don't really know what the plan is. And he's yeah. like, do we have another option? Kaz is like, give me a better one. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't. Um, and uh, he's like, well, I wonder how he died. And Kaz notes that he died alone. Because, like, his fingers were gnawed at probably by rats. Um, which is gross. Uh, that's nasty. And then he gives, he's like, okay, here. Um, and gives her a container that he had taken out of Genya's. <laughs> <laughs> that he had vial, he'd gotten yeah. from her. Like, oh my gosh. And um, then he's like, take what you need. And you're like, what the hell does that mean? Take what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get a flash forward. And now they're in the clock tower. Um, and Kaz is looking over his crew. And uh, Wylan and Colm. Um, are going to go to a bakery to wait out the, to the start of the auction. Mm-hmm. Nina's going to go to the barrel and has assignments. Inej is going to go to the Church of Barter. I literally don't remember reading this and I underlined it. Right. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> and Matthias and Kway, Kaz and Matthias and Kway um, would meet the Stodwatch um, that would escort them to the church. And Kaz is thinking, LOL, the people that Van Egg pays have to protect me now. So <laughs> mm-hmm. get wrecked. Um, and uh, Kaz is, is feeling confident-ish about it, but he's feel, he feels like himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he has his brother's voice in his head of, you failed me, you let... Um, uh, you let him dupe you all over again, thinking about like Pekka. Um, but then that voice in his head switches mm-hmm. and he's like, no, Jordy, you, you failed me. You were older. You were supposed to be the smart one. Mm-hmm. And that hurts. It yeah. Hurts he's finally able to look back on the two children they were and see mm-hmm. them as they were not stupid, not foolish, just orphans yeah who got taken over Mm -hmm. um and so it's kind of this like realization of okay um and he's like well we were just two farm boys like lost and that's how pekka got us um and uh he's like you know what quote and that what was what destroyed you in the end the longing for something you could never have that's what Mm. pulled them in from pekka Mm. oh and also, if we think about that, um, Inej, because he had said Inej destroyed him. Mm-hmm. Ugh. There's a lot of screaming in this episode. Um, and so, so then he's good. looking back at everyone, and he's like, I brought them to hell, and I've dragged them back out again. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's about to, like, go back to his pulpit and preach. Um and starts and Jesper kind of makes a joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he just like, is this supposed to be like an encouraging speech? Because you're doing feel a like shit rallied, job like yeah. Um, and uh, then he like tells them they don't know us, they don't know what we're capable of. So let's show them that they picked the wrong fight. That's the end of chapter 30. So good. 
that took longer than I thought because it was like a pretty quick read but it's a but there's a lot that happens I'm just that the chapter with Kaz and Inej I'm dead I I am deceased I'm just like it is the most romantic and intimate scene I have ever read without it being romantic yes like it's not sexual sexual at all and I would say like romantic in a loose sense Mm because it's not like oh that's so sweet like he swept her off no it's it's like vital and yes and I don't know if yeah I don't know if romantic is the right word but that's what I like that is Mm -hmm. their version of it I guess yeah it is just a beautifully intimate moment so good a vulnerably uh, vulnerable and intimate moment. It is so good. So freaking good. So excuse me. Anyway, thank you all for joining us this week. Join us next week as we discuss literally what chapters did we just read? As we read chapters <laughs> 31 through 35. Um we're, we're that's not okay. <laughs> Join us next week as we read chapters 31 that's through 35. N- Start hydrating now in preparation for the next 10 chapters. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. If y'all have any questions, comments, or concerns, please <laughs> send us an email at twomournerspod at gmail.com. Uh, send us a follow us on Instagram. You can send us a DM there as well at two mourners pod. Um, and you can follow us on TikTok at two mourners podcast. Um, we have some ideas for some fun TikToks coming up. <laughs> so we, we sure do. Keep an eye out. Um, but thank y'all for joining us. Um as usual, we were emotional wrecks. Um, lots of Hamilton this episode. I love um, it. Lots of screaming. Not crying yet. Should we write a Six of Crows parody to the lyrics and tune of Hamilton song? Obviously. <laughs> I think we should. I know. Like, why is that even a question? That feels like good TikTok content. Yeah, I think so. So anyway, thank you all <laughs> for joining us. And as always. Happy Happy heisting. heisting. Bye. Bye.